Tron Jordheim. Thanks for tuning in to the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. And uh, we're going to talk more today about whatever's on my mind. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here. And uh, check it out. So this is a series I'm calling self-storage stuff, where I'm just going to talk about uh, things I've learned in self-storage, impressions I have, trends I'm seeing, and on occasion interview some interesting people in the self-storage world. So welcome to self-storage stuff. Thanks for tuning in to the Troncast, the podcast with Tron Jordan once again. Welcome. And uh, today I'm talking about storage stuff with my friend Tony Johnson. We're talking about self-storage auctions. So, Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do at self-storage auction and how the transition has happened from in-person to online auctions for self-storage? Because it's it for me, it's been a really interesting development, and I'd love to hear your take on it. Sure, sure. Well, Tron, um, again, thank you for having me here. You know, Tron, uh, I've been doing this for just about 11 years, going on 11 years. Uh, we were the very first company to ever approach online auctions for storage facilities. So I've definitely seen it change. I've seen it morph. I've definitely seen it grow. Um, the whole point of having online auctions for storage facilities is we're aiding them in that need, right? Because facilities aren't in the business mm-hmm. of selling, right? So we're actually put a platform there for them where it takes away all the negative part of it and frees up that space for them. Basically. Right, right. Yeah, and it, and it works really well. I know the, the first time we started uh, looking into online auctions, we all kind of scratched our heads a little bit and thought, well, how's this going to be better? How's this going to be worse? And uh, it was really interesting to see a couple of the problems that it cured for us. So, you know, on the one hand, sometimes you wouldn't get enough bidders at an auction if you had a small site and not a whole lot of units to auction. So that was a frustration that, you know, now with your service, you have people all over the place logging into auctions. And and the other frustration we always had is if we had a big auction, then it pretty much shut down the facility for the day. And current customers had a hard time coming and going and you just had so many people parked in a small lot or, you know, packed into the uh, hallways that, you know, there were times when that was a little uncomfortable where this has really changed the game now. So I don't know how the, how those two things have really, you know, impacted auctions for people. Do you have a feel for how much it's changed the dynamics to be able to, you know, not have to close down your facility, but also get bidders from everywhere? Absolutely. Well, to address the very first one, uh, trying like we took away that having the parking lots full, having the managers having to play security guard plus manager, you know, uh, clean up coffee cups and cigarette butts, right? Because they have a ton of people there, right? So <clears throat> that was a real problem 
that I learned from speaking with managers and, and facility owners when they had live auctions, you know, mm -hmm. they may have the lockers in this section that's for, for auction, and then all of a sudden people start wandering around the other place, right? So that creates a problem. So this removes that, as well as, you know, when you mentioned clients that are actually renting there and then now they can't get to their unit, that's the same thing with the prospective clients. Maybe they're driving mm. by looking to that's rent true. a unit and all of a sudden they see a ton of people having an auction. That's not going to give you a lot of faith in putting your stuff in there, <laughs> you know, so right. it, remo it removes all of that from the equation and again now the manager is able to sit at their desk or go take other protect you know, other potential clients to their new lockers or help out existing clients there because now their time is focused on their job not on you know hey i gotta be standing out here while these guys auctioning stuff off you know um, right. i've heard a lot of facilities like it trying because now they don't have to hold on to auction i mean hold on to units and to keep occurring that bad debt until they have X amount of units where it's worth their time to pay an auctioneer to come in. Because some auctioneers won't go for one unit. It's not all worth right. their time. Right. right. So they got to hold all these units till they get that number up and then auctioneer comes in. Well, online, it takes that right away. A unit's up. You need it to go. You just upload it and off it goes. We're going to get it in front of our bidders. As it stands to date, Tron, which I'm kind of proud to say this, but as it stands to date, we have the largest bidder base in mm. online auctions, right? We're global now. Um, those yes. Those areas we are. We're in South Africa. We're in New Zealand. We just launched in the UK and London. So nice. It just shows that need is everywhere. It's everywhere, Tron. Like the beautiful spot we're going to here with the Unconference. I have right. clients there which I'm really yep. excited about getting a chance to see them. But again, anywhere where there's a storage facility, there's always going to be that need to get rid of a unit, right? Someone doesn't pay their bill. So yeah. what we did is streamline the process. Again, you know, we walk the managers through, we train them, and it's so user-friendly, Tron, that the managers love it now. And these were the ones that were giving me some pushback years ago. Like, what? Right. This sounds like more work. You know, and, and I get it. I get what they were saying because it was new. And it's kind of, anything new is kind of scary, right? Until you right. actually try it. Now, mm -hmm. you know, they love it. They're like, oh, wow, you save us so much time. Because, again, they can busy themselves with their everyday life, with their work life, and not have to stop on a dime because you're having an auction right and and it used to just be a be a big hassle to do an auction because you had a lot of paperwork you had a lot of effort and putting out the publicity and all that sort of thing and and really um the way you guys do it now you can just walk around with your smartphone and you can set up the whole auction load your pictures manage it everything right off your smartphone so I mean, the, uh, the the technology piece has really been a game changer as well. So it's uh, it, it's no longer a big, huge hassle to hold an auction, and that's that's really a game changer. Definitely, definitely. And as you like, you were stating that they can take photos from their phone, upload it from their phone. Like they can do everything right there, two minutes, and they're done. Yeah. Right. They upload it, we take it, 
we market it to all of our bidders. Um, now they're only going to have that one person coming to their facility, and they're coming solely to pay them and clean that unit out or rent from them. So right. it's a win-win for the facility and the bidders. For right? sure. Well, so if you were going to give somebody three tips to, to run a better online auction, what, what would those be, you think? Well, number one, most important, take great pictures. Because hmm. the pictures are really what's selling the locker, right? right? So I tell facilities, even if it's a five-by-five, five, you know, take four or five pictures. Because the more pictures they get to look at, the more they think, oh, I see that thing in the corner there. Or that's interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for that kind of thing. Right. So number one, take the best pictures you can. Number two... Excuse me. Number two, you want to close the auction when you know you're going to have staff there that'll be mm -hmm. on set at that point. Because some of the bidders, as soon as they win, they want to run over and pay you and get their stuff right away. They're excited. Right, right. right. So always suggest close them. Close your auctions between 10 in the morning and 12 in the afternoon. That seems to be optimal time mm -hmm. to do that. And that gives the bidder time to get their pay you clean out. And your manager doesn't have to stay over time waiting for someone to show up. Right. So definitely end it early when you know you have staff. The third thing I would say is the description. We have a mm. section that's on our site when you're uploading the auction that asks for a description of the unit. I mean, the, the better you can describe it, the better for the bidders. You know, I have right. some facilities will just put household furniture, right? But then you look in there, you see bikes, you see, you know, other things that you want to put that in that description because our bidders are able to look for stuff, Trump, using keywords. So they'll, they may type right. in all they want to buy is bikes. So they'll type in bikes, and if you didn't put it in your description, then your mm -hmm. option may not come up in front of it. So That's a good point, yeah. A couple keystrokes, and you're good. Right. Well, that makes sense. And, you know, I've seen some auctions where there weren't enough pictures and you couldn't even tell anything about what was in there. And then I've certainly seen uh, clients who put a lot of effort into their photos and descriptions, and I think that's definitely worth it. For sure. I mean, if you get someone to bid an extra $10 here or there on a unit because they can see or, or read about the things they're looking for, that makes it worth it. Absolutely. So what, what sort of new trends are you seeing right now? Are you, are, are you seeing owners uh, do anything new or try anything new in the auction side? I mean, in so many ways, uh, you know, self-storage is, is kind of a step-by-step -step process. But every now and again, someone comes up with something interesting. Have, have you seen something new that looks neat? Oh, definitely. Uh, on our side alone, we actually upload public notices now. So that saves the facilities yeah. another step. They're able to print that off to the states that are still requiring the paper ad. So mm -hmm. now they're able to just print it off and send it. For the states that now are saying it's okay if, you, if you're posting an auction on a website such as ours, right, that you don't have to do the, the uh, newspaper thing as long as you have a public notice on the site. So we have that. 
Uh, nice. We also, at the request of some facilities, they wanted a compliance feature. So our IT team mm-hmm. did a little brainstorm, and now we've created that a compliance. So if nice. a facility wants to use that function, they would put in their state. They put in their state how long they're supposed to have their ads in the paper. They'll put in that initial date, and then they'll go to put in their close date for the auction. If that close date doesn't match up with that state law, it'll red flag and some hey, stop, wait, you can't post this auction. You need to take a look at this. Maybe you're ending it a day early or whatever. So it, it helps them cut down that make a mistake and I'm in trouble kind of thing, right? Right. And it's easy to make a mistake with dates. You know, it, it is easy. Sure. I mean, I, I've done it before. I've missed I've missed a deadline by a day, you know, and oh, so it's easy to do. Sure. I mean, and I hear managers tell me they're like, you know, I'm, I'm setting up the auction. Someone walks through the door. Right. So their main job <laughs> is to handle that person that comes through the door. Right. So they walk away from the right. computer. They do whatever they have to do. Then they come back. Maybe they forgot what date they put in. You know, <laughs> very easy mistake to make. So that yeah, so it's great that you have that. Comp- we avoid that. We take that yeah. Out. That's an excellent feature to have in there now. So that, that helps a lot. And and so many operators are trying to automate everything they can. And, and that certainly makes sense to automate anything that's rule-based so you don't have to worry about it. So So that's another great way they can do that. Absolutely. And we just streamlines the process. You know, that's bottom line. Streamlining is good. So online auctions are going to they streamline the process. It's going to bring you more money for the unit. You know, of course, facilities want what they're owed. You know, right. and with an auction, a lot of times facilities don't know. Well, I've been holding this for two, three months or whatever, and it's got this crazy number now with delinquent. So mm-hmm. they want as much of that back as possible. Online gives them the ability to grab as much back as possible. Because, again, you're going to be in front. Instead of 30 people being at a facility, you're going to have 300 people looking at a unit. So right. more people, more bids, more money. Well, and the other interesting yeah. thing I think we've seen from the online auctions is that you end up getting bidders from pretty far away who have decided it's worth it for them to drive, you know, X number of hours to find the things that they collect. And and that's been really interesting where, you know, back in the day, you'd hardly ever got anybody to travel far for an auction. But I, I think you see that more and more now where people are willing, depending on what they collect, of course, they're willing to drive for it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, when we started, we would go out a 50-mile radius train, right? Our marketing department. Uh-huh. And then yeah. we started discovering that. Look, people look, go 200 miles, so that's what we do now. We go a 200-mile radius, and wow. bidders will drive that because they've won. Not because they're going to bid. They've, they're going to drive it because they already won. So it's worth their gas, their time, their effort. And 200 miles, they'll go. Yeah. Well, that, that, that does also tell you something that there's, you know, there's value in some of those storage units if people are willing to drive 200 miles to pick up what they auctioned off. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Certainly. 
Yeah, and uh, I, I think, you know. You know I, I, I have a story. Uh... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to share with you, Tron. We had this one lady and husband, was a man and wife, that lived in outside of New York. They bought a unit in Florida. It was You could tell it was like a retirement unit, really nice stuff in there. And they flew down. They paid, they paid for the unit. They paid the facility to rent for a month until they could move all that stuff back to New York. And I was thinking, would I do that? Probably not, you know. But they seen something that was really of value to them, and they did right. it. You know what I mean? So now that kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty fascinating. You know, and, and one of the other things that sort of unintentionally worked out well for the online auction world is when the COVID pandemic hit and people had to shut down their uh, live auctions because no one really knew what was safe and wasn't safe, uh, the online auctions continued, right? Mm -hmm. Because there you can have some very limited contact. And so um, I think that was a that was a big help for operators to have the have the service available. And I'm sure your business uh, of new signups, you know, people who were resisting going to online auctions, I'm sure a lot of those folks have signed up for the for your platform now. I'm, I'm sure that's right. Absolutely, Tron, we did definitely see a huge uptick. You know, um, with this pandemic, I mean, no one, no one wants to make money off a pandemic, but business still has to run, right? Yeah. So facilities didn't really seem where, okay, look, I can make this touch free. I can keep my mm -hmm. staff safe. I can keep the bidders safe. And I can still recoup some of that bad rent by posting right. online. So then I would get those calls and I would bring to them the process. And they're like, you know what? This makes absolute sense. And it just kept morphing, kept going, growing and growing and growing. And it is to where it is to this day. You know, we yeah. were shocked. When this all happened, we didn't know if we were going to shut down for a while. Right. Or what we're going to do, maybe go part time. We, we had no idea. And then all of a sudden it went to, oh, we need to add some more hours here because we're getting right. these calls. These people are really wanting to do this now. So it, mm -hmm. it, it worked out, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, right place, right time doesn't help either. Uh, I mean, it doesn't hurt, rather, excuse me. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see... Uh, really what happens next in the storage world too. I mean, we're going to have our first series of uh, live in-person events this summer and fall again. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to hear the stories people tell about how their operations have changed or what they're planning on doing next in the future. And uh, I'm sure online auctions is going to be a big part of that. So, mm -hmm. So we'll 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 have to we'll have to catch up again later and see what the new what the new uh, innovations are going to be. I would I look forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to sharing when we're in uh, Hawaii. Yes. I, you know, I want to I want to get some face to face time with some of these people that I speak with on the phone that are great managers over there. You know, and um, they love the service, right? I I know the owner. I know a couple of his higher-ups, but the managers that I deal with via email or phone on a daily basis, it's 
going to be great to see their face and get their input. That's how we grow. Right. Because we ask facilities, what, what is it that you want? You know what I mean? Or what is it that, what, do you have an idea what we can make our site better? Right, and they right. Give it to me, I give it to the IT team, and they kick it around, and we grow. That's it's a great way to do it. It sure works well for you. Uh, Tony, thanks for taking time and visiting with me a little bit about storage stuff and storage auctions. And I look forward to seeing you in Hawaii in October. That's going to be a good time. And I'll see you before then at one of the meetings I, I know. So that'll be great. I appreciate you taking time with me today. And tell everybody how they find you so they can track you down and talk to you more about auctions. You can find me at uh, my email address is Tony at selfstorageauction.com uh, my direct line is 480-900-8315 definitely All right. feel free to reach out to me I'd love to talk to you or shoot, you, shoot me an email and I'd love to give you some more information alright thank you thanks for tuning in to the podcast uh, while you, I visit with my friend Tony Johnson thanks for being here Tony and see you soon Thank you, bud. See ya. All right, so please stay tuned. We've got a word from a sponsor, and then we'll get to the show. Thanks. Hello, it's Tron Jordheim. Welcome to this episode of the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. Hope you're doing well. Today, I want to talk about getting out and traveling again, going back to conferences, going back to networking events. It's going to happen one of these days soon. We're getting people vaccinated. We're getting uh, COVID, I wouldn't say under control, but we're, we're starting to get to the point where there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I've organized a wonderful, wonderful program for my self-storage friends. It's called the self-storage Hawaii unconference and uh, it's a, a gathering I did a couple times quite a few years ago with great success. It is an intimate setting on the big island of Hawaii. We'll be meeting October 17th to the 23rd 2021 at the uh, Marriott Waikoloa Resort and Spa just a beautiful spot on the big island with a lovely beach. Uh, it's walking distance from restaurants and shops. And uh, if you've never been to the big island of Hawaii, it's an amazing place to spend a little time. If you've been there, you know that there's so much to do and see. You got to keep coming back over and over again. Uh, fantastic, fantastic place. So what do we do at an unconference? What is an unconference? So the one main difference between a convention and a conference and an unconference is that the attendees help to create the program. So if you go to our website, hawaiiunconference.com, you'll see on the homepage lots of potential topics. So what we do is as we get closer to the actual event we start sharing ideas about 
what are we concerned about? What are the opportunities coming up that we want to be prepared for? What are the issues of the day that, that affect us as self-storage owners and operators? And how are we going to work through those? Then when we actually get to the unconference, things will again develop on their own. Uh, as we uh, talk with each other and share, uh, we're going to find other things that we want to talk about or topics that we want to delve in in some greater depth. Now, to, to help us uh, really work through our thoughts and figure out what's important to us, we're going to have a couple excellent presentations. So the one main presenter that's going to be there with us is Brian Massey of Conversion Sciences. Brian has been a conversion rate optimi optim optimization specialist since the internet began. And Brian actually spoke to us at our 2011 version of the Hawaii Unconference and blew everybody's mind when he was talking about how you can approach conversion science. Uh, and in many ways, his presentation there changed the course of the self-storage business. There were some very smart people in the room who were already doing interesting things online and they took what Brian showed them and they made some great strides with it. So this is going to happen again. People who come to the unconference are, are going to see what Brian's showing them about conversion science in today's world and it's going to blow everybody's mind and we're going to use that to power ourselves forward. And that same sort of thing is going to happen in all our discussions. So part of what we'll do is to have open discussions. We'll have roundtable groups splitting up to talk about specific topics. Uh, we'll have some panels. We'll have some presenters. Uh, in some ways, the free flow of this uh, looks a little bit unsure to people. But when we get there and we start really dealing with things that are important to everybody, uh, it's an amazing way to put a program together. And we work on sessions uh, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, and Friday morning. Then the afternoons are open for uh, networking, breakouts, spending time with some of the sponsors uh, who may want to put on some specific demos, or just going peeling off with a group and go golfing or snorkeling or exploring or shopping or bike riding or checking out the lava tubes or going down to the volcano or whatever it is you want to do. And these uh, intimate networking and friendship building times just are fantastic for building lifelong connections. Uh, there's still people doing deals together from the 2009 and 2011 Hawaii Self-Storage Unconference. So it is really a meaningful event uh, and, and a beautiful event. So people will start coming in Saturday or Sunday. We're going to have some pre-events on Monday and Tuesday. Then Tuesday evening we'll have our reception, which will be a fundraiser for Curate. Uh, and then sessions and networking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday we'll have a farewell breakfast and then some people will stay for a few days after that. The rates at the hotel are fantastic, what they've guaranteed for us. 
uh, and they're going to honor those rates three days before and three days after. So from, I believe it's from the 14th or the 15th through till the 25th or 26th. You'll have to check the website for sure. But uh, bring your family, uh, bring some colleagues. It's a, it's a wonderful chance to really delve really deeply into your business, into how you do things, and to really start thinking about the future again. Uh, we've had such a crazy 2020 and 2021 starting off pretty crazy too. By the time we get to the end of 2021, a, a networking and relationship building uh, event like this is going to be so valuable. It'll be fantastic. Now, a couple of things we do there that, that are also great for you to, to think about. We support several not-for-profits through the Self Storage Hawaii Unconference. One is Curate, and Curate is uh, very connected to the Self Storage Hawaii Unconference. The founder of Curate, Barry Hoven, also helped us start the first Hawaii Unconference back in 2009. So we always want to take care of Curate uh, because of the legacy that uh, uh, Barry left with Curate and uh, his influence on the Unconference. Uh, and just because Curate does a fantastic job raising money for research for cancers that aren't so, in quotation marks, popular, right? The ones that don't get tons of funding that uh, a lot of people suffer from and maybe are closer to a cure than you think and they just need to get over the hump with some funding on some research and, and that's what Curate does. So it's a fantastic program. Uh, we also support uh, Science Camps of Hawaii. Uh, Science Camps of Hawaii is uh, run by Mike Richards who was a longtime uh, self-storage influencer. Uh, he uh, developed and ran one of the early uh, computerized management systems uh, that helped people run their stores. Uh, a, a very smart innovator in the self-storage world. Uh, he's also, uh, I don't want to say an amateur scientist because that's not right, but he, he does... Uh, love participating in all kinds of uh, science experiments and outings. And he used his love of science to create a high school uh, summer camp on the Big Island of Hawaii where uh, the group studies uh, space science, earth science, ocean science, and more. It's, it's just a fantastic program. And, and if you know anything about the island of Hawaii, it, it has something like 10 of the world's 12 or 13 climate zones. So it, it is a, uh, a natural science lab in and of itself. Uh, there's just so many fantastic things to do for a group of science camp kids. And uh, so that's why we support science camps. They do great work. We also support the Waikoloa Dry Forest uh, Group. And what they do is they're trying to reestablish some of the dry forests in and around the Waikoloa area because uh, way back in the day, uh, a lot of the area that is no longer forested uh, had uh, natural native forests on it and they're trying to restore these. And so that's a, an amazing uh, program. We also support the Akaka Forest Initiative 
which uh, seeks to uh, protect and expand and restore tropical forests in, in Hawaii and other places. Uh, and that is in honor of uh, Danny Akaka Sr., the former senator of uh, Hawaii. And uh, his son, Danny Akaka Jr., was also instrumental in helping us put the Hawaii Unconference together the first few times. Uh, he uh, runs the Culture Center at uh, the Marnalani Resort, a little further up the coast and uh, really helped us as a group understand the significance of this part of Hawaii and the cultural considerations to take into play and, and, and how the ancient Hawaiians really did such an amazing job of creating uh, agriculture and aquaculture on you know, what was basically uh, a pile of old lava from the uh, from the volcanoes. I mean, just just amazing things that he showed us. So that's also why we support the Akaka Forest Initiative, a, a wonderful group doing some great things. Um, of course, none of this would be possible without our generous and wonderful sponsors. So the Storage Group, who does a wonderful job on internet marketing and uh, all things lead generation for people, uh, a wonderful group. Uh, and then also uh, storage structures. If you don't know the wonderful folks at Storage Structures, you really need to check out some of their great innovations, particularly on building multi-story self-storage properties. Uh, their new alpha framing system shave something like two months off your construction. So imagine what that does for your, for your timeline to be able to do that. Uh, amazing things they're doing. Uh, and then uh, our friend uh, John Budd, who runs uh, Cover Roofing Solutions, uh, offers a wonderful service where he can help you manage your roofing programs, whether you have you know, one or two properties or a thousand property portfolio, uh, whether you just have self-storage or whether you also own shopping centers and apartments and all that sort of thing, you know if you have buildings in your investment portfolio, roofs can be a beast. So let John help you figure out how to keep your roofs on schedule so that they never cost you too much and that they're always staying intact and dry. Uh, and when you're doing any sort of a transaction, whether you're buying or selling, you need somebody who knows roofing very well to make sure that you're not buying a roof problem. Uh, so talk to John Budd. Uh, then our friends at Call Potential uh, run a wonderful program for lead management, uh, call center management, collections management, and so on. They do a wonderful job at call potential, so check them out. And then if you're not already doing online auctions, you need to talk to uh, selfstorageauctions.com. They have a wonderful platform uh, and make it really easy for you to manage your uh, online auctions. Uh, so they, they do a wonderful job and... and we're very grateful to have them on board as well. And then Charity Storage is also one of our sponsors. And if you're not familiar with the Charity Storage program, you should really check it out. It, 
it's such a wonderful way to not only make your auctions go smoother, a wonderful way to be able to dispose of goods that are left behind that still have some value, a wonderful way of participating in your local community as, as someone who's helping to support the community. Uh, it's a great way to manage your cause marketing efforts without really too much trouble. It's, it's just a wonderful program, so you need to check that out. Now, someone else you need to check out when you come is one of our other presenters will be Carol Mixon. And if you know Carol, you know that there are few people who have a broader and deeper range of experience in the self-storage world than Carol. And she's going to talk to us about her experiences uh, throughout the years in the storage world, but also we'll be talking about some of the new ways that she's able to help you avoid fraud in your properties and avoid theft uh, in the properties, uh, particularly employee theft I'm talking about. So if you've seen Carol present before, you know that it doesn't matter how many times you see her, she's always going to have five things to tell you that you need to write down and take home and work on. Uh, so that's going to be fantastic. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you at this point, but it's just going to be a wonderful program. And, and as you can tell, it's easy for me to just go on and on and on about it because I've seen how wonderful this is and, and the kinds of friendships and business relationships that come from uh, such a, an event. So we hope to see you at the Hawaii Unconference. Look at hawaiiunconference.com and uh, make sure to contact one of our sponsor partners, the Storage Group, Storage Structures, Cover Roofing Solutions, Call Potential, selfstorageauctions.com, or Charity Storage. Contact them. They'll have a coupon code you can use that will save you some money off a registration, which just makes it easier to register another friend, another family member, and come on and join us. Anyway, thanks for listening to all about the Self-Storage Hawaii Unconference, and I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Uh, take care. Aloha. Please stay tuned. We've got a word from a sponsor and then we'll get to the show. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Troncast with me, Tron Jordheim. I sure appreciate it. I'm glad you were able to hang around and listen to some of my thoughts, some of my interviews, uh, some of the things I'm talking about today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. See ya.